I'm Stephen John Drew from the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Please tell me you're going to appeal to my humanity. Uh, actually, I'm planning to threaten you. You should have left your armor on for that. Yeah. Seen a bit of mileage and you've got the, uh, glow stick of destiny. Would you like a drink? Stalling me won't change anything. No, no, no. Threatening. No drink? You sure? I'm having one. Vegetari are coming. Nothing will change that. What have I to fear? The Avengers. what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes, I've met them. Yeah, takes us a while to get any traction, I'll give you that one. But let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod, a super soldier, living legend, who kind of lives up to the legend, a man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella, you've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. When they come, and they will, they'll come for you. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Oh, I thought the beast had wandered off. You're missing the point. There's no throne. There is no version of this where you come out on top. Maybe your army comes, and maybe it's too much for us, but it's all on you. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. How will your friends have time for me when they're so busy fighting you? This usually works. Well, performance issues, you know, it's not uncommon. One out of five. Jarvis, any turn now? You will all fall before me. Deploy! to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week we suit up, grab our tinfoil hats, and prepare to accept our alien overlords as our lord and master. It's 2012's The Avengers. But first, you can hit him on the head all you want. He isn't mind-controlled. He's always that cranky asshole. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? That's right. You can't mind-control cranky assholes. No, no, you can't. Because, you know... You'd just be more crankier, I guess. I don't, I don't think you can get crankier than I am. Uh, that's 
That's true. That's true. News? Uh, yeah, I got a little bit of it. Yeah. Well, let's let's hear it. Just a couple articles this week. Uh, the first just one. Just a couple, huh? Yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, the first one is from, I don't know, some site called The Mary Sue. I'm not familiar with their work. Uh, from what I've read so far, it's not super impressive, but uh, they're asking why is Michael Pena missing from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? Uh, he hasn't oh, been seen in question. any trailers. And when he was recently asked about it, he said he couldn't say, or basically somebody asked him if he would be in the film, and he replied, who knows? So um, they're they're questioning in this article whether he's going to be in the movie, if he's not in the movie, why isn't he in the movie, things like that. So um, I'm thinking if he was asked if you're going to be in the movie and he says, who knows, he's going to be in the movie. Uh, yeah. And he's probably got some like, like new juicy, like character or something. Right. Right. You know, like, uh, well, as luck would have it, I am going to be such and such superhero. (laughs) Right. I mean, if he's, if he's not involved in the movie, he wouldn't be really contractually obligated to not say anything. Right. Right. I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So, with him, you know, saying oh, who knows or whatever, with him being as ambiguous as he's being, he's probably going to be in the movie. He just can't say that he's going to be in the movie because but, that may be something that they didn't want to reveal yet. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's not like it's a new character, right? I mean, sure. you say, yeah, I'm in the movie. It makes it, okay, well, it's his buddy, you know, he's been in all the other movies but by by being vague it makes it seem like one he's not in the movie and he's not allowed to say two he got killed off screen and therefore he's not in the movie and didn't film anything or he's in the movie and they're keeping it hush hush for some stupid reason i think he's in the movie and keeping it hush hush for some stupid reason yeah, and I'm I'm not quite sure what the reason would be. Maybe he does have more of an extended role. I think he was kind of a fan favorite in the first two movies, especially with his fast-talking stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe they, they extended his role some, and that's kind of one of their big surprises in the movie. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, we, we reviewed Ant-Man 2, so yeah, we we've seen yeah, it. It's yeah. it's fresh. Uh, there well, wasn't. I don't know that it's very fresh, but well, no. I mean, it's fresh in our head. Um, there, they didn't really set anything up after Ant Man two. They didn't set. I, he wasn't in. No, he wasn't in Infinity War or End Game or anything like that. I mean, the van was, but he wasn't. Right. Yeah, at so, this point, the van may be more iconic in, in the in the Ant Man movies than he is. Right. It's not like, it's not like he took care of Cassidy while he was gone. I mean, we don't even know if he got blipped or not. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I being coy just for coy's sake. I, 
Seems seems stupid. Yeah, maybe. Oh no, it does seem stupid. I still I still think that he's going to be in it. All right, all right. What else you got? Uh, so Screen Rant has an article that uh, asks or or that's that talks to an Avengers Five writer, and that writer explains how Endgame's time travel affected Kane's plans. Uh, basically, it comes down to since Endgame had so much time travel in it, they had to kind of broaden out um, kind of Kang's overarching plan to kind of flesh him out more because Kang's plans are all about time travel. I mean, the multiverse is, uh, well, and Loki, the series Loki is all about time and dimension travel. So, right. yeah, the, the whole multiverse is, is about time travel. So they kind of had to flesh Kang out a little bit more. Kang. 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 With a G. G. Kang. Kang. Yeah, got it. All right. So, uh, great. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right. What's uh, What else you got? Uh, that's it. That's why I said I've only got two articles this week. Well, I was hoping while you were talking, you would have, like, done some quick research and come up with uh, something else. So you want me to talk and explain the articles while also looking up for more articles? Well, I've been I've been writing my notes on on what we were going to talk about today while you were talking. <laughs> That's because you came unprepared. No, no, I'm I'm prepared. Well, I'm you prepared. are now. Well, yeah, I finished. But you weren't prepared at the beginning of the show. Look, tomato, potato, it's it's the same. <laughs> Touche, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Um I guess I guess let's do a uh, let's do a pod crawl. All right, let's do it. Yeah. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Shield is messing with their shiny space cube, but the Tesseract has awakened and is misbehaving. As luck would have it, Loki aims to misbehave and uses the Tesseract to portal in and take what is rightfully his. While he could easily bring the puny humans to their knees, Loki decides he needs a posse. He touches Hawkeye and a few others in their no-no spots and mind controls them to do his evil bidding. The portal starts to collapse and takes out the facility with Nick Fury and Maria Hill barely making it out alive. Meanwhile, Black Widow is on a date with a Russian general and all tied up just the way she likes it. Coulson, whose superpower is cock-blocking, calls in and ends the date early. Widow is tasked with bringing in the big guy. She heads off to bring Bruce Banner in, who has been working on himself and feels like a completely new man since we last saw him in The Incredible Hulk. Fury calls a meeting with the Dark Screen Committee to try and push the Avenger initiative to counter the threat from Loki with little success. We switch to one of the Chris's that has thawed out and looking to pick a fight with punching bags. Mace Windu tries to convince the Human Torch to help track down the Hydra Cube and put an end to this threat. Unfortunately, Chris Pine declines and says he'd rather be Captain Kirk and not Captain America. Switch over to Stark, he's creating a self-sustaining tower powered by a large arc reactor. This little detail is only mentioned so that it makes sense to come back to New York for the final boss fight at the end. Widow and Cap track down Loki to Germany and head off to stop him. Captain gets thrown around a bit by Loki until Iron Man shows up with more firepower. 
Loki is easily captured and the team heads back to the helicarrier. While en route, Thor shows up and steals Loki and demands the Tesseract so he can get back home to his wine and women. Iron Man breaks up the family reunion and the two get in a fight over who has the bigger penis. Captain Dad drops in, shows everyone that he has the bigger wang, and puts the two kids in timeout. Back on the helicarrier, Stark and Banner are concerned that S.H.I.E.L.D. is hiding something. Captain goes sneaking around and finds energy weapons just like what Hydra made during World War II. The super team all gathers for a finger-pointing session while brainwashed Hawkeye flies in and destroys an engine. All hell breaks loose and Banner hulks out. Hulk and Thor trade punches for a while until Hulk is distracted by a shiny toy plane shooting at him. Thor heads to Loki's cell and is tricked into running into the cell and dropped from a few thousand feet. Coulson tries to intervene, but is stabbed in the back. Literally. Widow and Hawkeye perform some spy-style fighting moves until Widow uses some percussive maintenance on Barton's head, breaking the mind control. Eventually the helicarrier is saved and the team takes stock of what is left of the group. Fury tells the group that Coulson died believing in the Avengers. What they don't know, is that Fury lied. Coulson isn't dead. He is just on vacation in Tahiti. It's a magical place. After some brainstorming, Stark figures out that they headed to that giant power source he built in New York from earlier in the movie. Stark heads in ahead of the rest of the group to change suits and chat it up with Loki. The portal opens, the Chitari come pouring in from the space butthole, and the Battle of New York begins. With the battle in full swing, the Dark Screen Committee decides to nuke New York. Fury tries to stop the plane from taking off using his trusty pistol. Obviously that goes terrible, and the nuke is destined for New York with no way to stop it. Q Iron Man diverting the nuke into space and blowing up the mothership hive mind before the portal closes and grabbing a post-battle meal at the shawarma place, but not before we are teased with a shot of Raisin Chin Thanos credits. Alright, 2012's The Avengers. Uh, this is the first team-up movie that Marvel has thrown together uh, since starting the MCU. Um, we got all our, our normal characters or our normal players, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye, you know, I guess you can throw Nick Fury and Maria Hill in there, um, you know, because they all seem to be uh, involved later on. Um, what did you think? Um, what did you think about this when you first saw it as the first uh really the first superhero team-up film um, that was leading up towards something bigger. Well, I mean, this was the lead-up to something bigger, right? This right. kind of ended f uh, phase one of the MCU, mm -hmm. and right. we had seen several individual movies so far, and they'd kind of hinted that they were bringing the, the Avengers together. Um, and then it culminated into the Avengers movie. So, yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed it, especially the first time I saw it. Yeah, it was it was pretty fresh. I mean, it was fairly well written, and the the comedy bits in there kept kept things light, even though it was you know somewhat of a of a heavy subject matter. Um, and it you know it tugged at the heartstrings too. The the death of Coulson it. Agent Coulson was definitely unexpected, and uh, typically movies don't kill off some of their their main characters like that. He had been uh, a fairly prominent character in several of the movies, uh, especially the Iron Man movies, and he was in Thor too, Thor. right? Yes, he was in Thor. Yeah, um, 
So yeah, yeah, he wasn't uh, he wasn't like a major character, but he wasn't one of those background guys that you know showed up all you know he didn't get killed and you go well, who the fuck was that well we had you know, seen so. at this point we had seen more of colson right than we had fury in right movies. so right. he was he was a bigger character well, than fury at this point. well that's that's not entirely true fury was in fury had a cameo in every single mcu movie with the exception of uh the incredible hulk leading up to this well yeah but i mean he was on screen for a minute maybe two at a time right right yeah and i think that was on purpose though to try to keep him mysterious until this one when you really find out what he's all about but right yeah i mean and and it's not like uh, so, so it's not so Col- Colson wasn't like that. Uh, oh, who's that guy? There's there's that one um, dude that w- ends up in uh, what is it? It's Civil War. So no, not Civil War. Uh, Winter Soldier. He is apparently uh, he ends up being a Hydra agent, right? The kind of the uh, Middle Eastern looking guy. British Middle Eastern looking guy. Um, British Middle Eastern looking. I bald-headed. have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, bald headed, uh, wore glasses. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. Hydra agent. I mean, most of the people in Winter Soldier were Hydra agents. That was the whole point of that movie. Yeah. Most well, everybody no, in was... S.H.I.E.L.D. was like a Hydra agent. I mean, uh, he was actually like the, I don't want to say the director. Uh, oh, here he is. Um, okay, Jasper Sitwell, Agent Sitwell. Um, I don't remember him. Yeah, Agent Sitwell. His uh, name is um, uh, Maximiliano Hernandez. So I was way off in the ter- in terms of being... <laughs> <laughs> and being uh, Middle Eastern, he's apparently uh, uh, he's apparently oh, that, that uh, aged well. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, oh, uh, apparently he's of Honduran ascent, uh, descent and was uh, a native Brooklyn. <laughs> so hey, so British off. and Middle Eastern. Yeah, you you nailed that. Oh man, Max Maximiliano. Hernandez, uh, Agent Sitwell. Uh, you would you would recognize uh, for, the guy if you saw it. Uh, here, here. Um, copy image. Let's put it in our super secret Discord channel that we no longer have. Uh, but you know what? Whatever. Super secret chat cave. <laughs> yeah, there, that guy. Oh, 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 yeah. That guy. Yeah, so like he showed, so, so, and I noticed this in this movie, um, because I'd seen all the other, you know, I've seen all the others. I noticed it, like he's in this movie as like a background character. I didn't notice that, him at all. Okay, yeah, so he's, he's like one of the dudes, uh, on the helicarrier at one of the terminals, um, trying to get, Na- not navigation, but trying to get communication back up or whatever, right? He so he's a throwaway character in this in this movie, um, and I noticed him because I 
recognized him from the other thing. But that reminded me of why I was so damn confused in the in Civil War or in Winter Soldier, you know, when all of a sudden he's like big man in charge. You well, know, one of the big agents promoted. in charge. Well, just big agent in charge type of deal. And it's like, you know, uh, you saw things going, oh, yeah, Sitwell, he's been around forever and he was a Hydra agent this whole time. I'm like, who the hell is he? I don't remember in, him in any of the other movies. Well, it's you just because you missed him. He was in the background doing he communication was. shit. And being very Hydra-like. Working in the shadows. Anyway, so, yeah. Quietly climbing the ranks? Quietly, yeah. Well, you know what? There was a there was an opening after Coulson went to Tahiti. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, do you know that reference at all? I have no idea, no. Okay, okay. It would make more sense than if you had watched Agent of Shield. Yeah, uh, I never watched Agent of Agents Shield. of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, so um, um, SP um, will will enjoy that reference that I that I mentioned. So Tahiti was the project that Wait, did did SP watch Agents of Shield? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's that's surprising. Really? Yeah. You didn't think he'd be Yeah, I didn't think he that would be a show that he'd be interested in. Right? I mean me I th- I think he's more of kind of like a like a DC maybe even like Arrowverse potentially yeah see i don't think he watches that either you don't think so no i think, I think he's he a brony a, i think he, a bro ooh. okay all right yeah i think he just talks about space shit all the time well he does do that yeah yeah he does do that a lot um no no so tahiti was the uh pro the code name for the project that basically brought him back to life and uh he uh, Coulson was mind white, not mind white, but the process was removed from his memory. Um, and when everybody asked, where were you? I thought you died. He goes, no, I was just at, in Tahiti. It's a magical place that it was like, that was, that was his key word is he would always say it's a magical place. Anytime he said Tahiti. So like, and, and it was brought up numerous episodes up until when you actually got the payout of what Tahiti was. Oh. Spoiler. It involved Cree blood. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's what that reference was. I thought I thought you were a Shield fan, but apparently nope. not. Oh well. Well I, that let me mark this this topic off. Let me mark this other topic. <laughs> I got I got nothing. I mean that <laughs> I was going to segue into Shield. I figured we could talk hours on that. Now, um, so now that you've watched it, um, so I liked it. I liked it the first time. Um, I thought it was awesome. My question is, how ha- how well has this aged? Do you think it's still just as good as how you thought when when you first saw it? For the most part, I would say yes. Now, okay. there are some CGI scenes that didn't age too well. Uh, well yeah. One in particular that I'm thinking of is when Cap is jumping uh, up a few levels to get mm. to the, the red yeah. handle thing or to get yep, to the yep, yep. electrical panel. That right. didn't look real great. Um, but the rest of the CGI, for the most part, I think held up pretty well. I don't think they used a ton of CGI in this. 
No, or I think it most was, of it was, it was background. Yeah, it was more background or enhancement CGI rather than yeah. uh, just full CGI scenes. Um, just because it, it still holds up pretty well. It holds up better than anything that we've seen in Phase 4. Well, yeah, yeah. Phase four is just the the absolute worst in well, terms of CGI was, for for the MCU. Uh, well, I don't know. Doctor Strange was pretty decent um, with with CGI. Um, it was okay. I didn't, I didn't well, see. I didn't see anything hugely glaring. Um, but you know, whatever. We'll talk about that another day. Oh wait, we've already watched it. Never mind. Right. We'll never talk about it again. Uh, now, no, I will won't. say that the CGI in like WandaVision was fine. Um, yeah. The CGI in the Winter, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was okay. But I think at that Loki, point, it, it started to slip. Loki's was in Loki's, good mm, no. You don't think so? Loki's was okay, but you could definitely tell some of the... Some of it started to kind of look like crap. Yeah, you think that's a um, push it too much, too quickly? Yeah, I think they, I think they shoved too many shows in the pipeline at once. And I mean, there's there's a finite number of CGI studios that can do this kind of work. Right. And when you oversaturate the yeah. The cues in those in those studios. I mean, they're they're going to have to they're going to have to cut somewhere. corners to get shit out. Yeah, yeah. So i I liked it the first time. Watching it this last time, you know, CGI was still relatively okay, but you know, it was starting to show. It's kind of starting to show its its age a little bit, and just in terms of. Just in terms of some of the the uh, some of the dialogue, um, especially unfortunately, especially right now, you, you know, some of that stuff might not necessarily have been able to get away with now, like you could back then. Like what to an extent? Well, I just uh, maybe some of the. Uh, I don't know. It just it some of the quips, or just some of the not the nonchalant um, attitudes towards. Uh, I don't know, and and maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but I it did it seemed it seemed like some of it was a little was a little rough. You know, you wouldn't have that kind of dialogue now. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't notice you know. any of that, but I mean, if you did, I'd yeah. I may have I mean, just missed it. So, yeah, and I think some of it was, some of it was kind of the banter, uh, kind of the banter that uh, that was said between, um, well, towards towards Black Widow. There's a couple comments about you know, uh, uh, not powers, but uh, you know, oh, you're you're not a soldier. You're you're just a pretty face type of type of deal. Um, there was a, a few comments like that. Oh yeah. That, so when she was in that interrogation at the beginning, yeah. Well, no. Was, so th- that one I didn't mind so much because that that one was she was playing a part type of deal. But it, uh, there was a and I can't specifically 
quote it, but there was a couple moments like when the main heroes or the main, what not necessarily main heroes, but the main cast type of people. Um, there was a couple times where it was like, Ooh, that, I don't know if that's okay. Uh, not okay, but it's kind of like, Ooh, that's, that's a little rough type of type of situation. I don't know. I was just, cause I was kind of watching it just to see how it, how it came across, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah, See how, I was, it, how it comes across what 10 11 years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, especially now cuz cuz this was this was pre-Disney, right? So so this was one this was pre-Disney? I think it was. I don't think Disney had bought Marvel yet. Uh well, well no, 2009. Yeah. Disney I thought they bought they already in 2009. had it by this point. That's that's right. Okay. Because it wasn't so, it wasn't too long after Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. That's right. I'm thinking Star Wars is what I'm thinking. Star Wars was uh, a bit later than 2009. Yeah. yeah, but but there was there was a there was a there was a change in tone right after the Avengers in, in terms of kind of it. I don't want to say it was more Disneyfied, but it was it was it seemed a little less um um shoot from the hip type of they had a formula, I guess. Maybe that's what it is. By this time, you know, they had that that Disney formula or that Marvel formula by then. Yeah, I would say you know, it's a Marvel formula cuz Yeah. Feige was in at this point, right? Uh yeah, he should have been. I think he he was brought in quite early. Was he there from the beginning? I don't remember him being there from the beginning. Uh, okay, well, let's. I think he was. <laughs> I say, um, uh, yeah, he's been a primary producer of the MCU since 2007. Okay. So not immediately from the beginning, but pretty damn close. Well, Iron Man and, and the Hulk came out in 2008, so... Right, but I don't think he had anything... Did he have anything to do with those? Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let's see who's on there we'll as a producer. Um... The first no, oh, it no was that's the Avi time. Arad and Kevin Feige that yeah. produced Iron Man. So, oh yeah, Kevin Feige, right there. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Kevin was Feige. It was Kevin executive, Feige. Executive, executive. Was he executive producer on that? Well, it just says produced by. So oh, okay. So Feige was around. He just wasn't necessarily. I I, I wouldn't click. I wouldn't. I wouldn't well, say I mean, that so he was at this the point, head that he is now, right? Avi Arad was, was the CEO of, of Marvel at the time. That's why he's right. got producer credits. But I think Kevin Feige was the creative mind behind the MCU, which is... So I think Kevin Feige actually was there from at least really, really close to the beginning, if not the, the very beginning. Right, but he wasn't the end all... He wasn't Feige like he is now. No, I don't. Maybe I don't know that he was. You know, that he had a master plan at this point, right? Because I thought, I, th- I thought, Joss was kind of the master plan guy 
for this phase in terms of Joss leading, Whedon? Uh, yeah, leading up to Avengers because Josh Joss directed this. Yeah, he directed Avengers. Yeah, but I thought I thought it was uh, not not necessarily the the creative mind, but he was. I thought they were kind of they had an idea and they were letting. It was based off of what Joss had in mind for Avengers to set up, or maybe Joss was setting up. He wanted Joss wanted to bring in Thanos to set up for future Avengers. Maybe that's what it was. I don't yeah, know. maybe. I, I don't. I don't know. What's your thoughts on Joss? Uh, Joss Whedon. I like him for the most part as a storyteller. I hate the fact that he's just got to kill off major characters at some point in his stories. So yeah, I just eh. well, he didn't he didn't kill off any major players in this one. So yes, he did. He killed off Coulson. I mean, Coulson wasn't a major well, player, but he was still a he was still a, a, a yeah, I kind of a so. fan favorite yeah. character or a. Yeah. a fairly well-known character. Right. And then they brought him back for Agents of... Well, his brother brought him back for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and see, that kind of that kind of cheapens the whole thing of Coulson dying, doesn't it? I mean, that would have pissed me off if I was watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they brought back Coulson. Well, he was brought back almost immediately. Uh, well, not immediately. It was first first episode. But also keep in mind that it had been um, it had been a year. Um, because the first ep the first episode didn't release until September of 2013, so it'd been it'd been a year. Um, you know, and I think that was kind of like the big reveal is that oh my gosh, he's here! How is he here? Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know, and that we never really know whether or not he died, right? Because they never showed his body. Well, no, they called they, it. They, they showed they him up. dying. He yeah, died on screen. Dying. Right, right. But it's comic books, dude. They always come back. Just like uh, Robert Downey Jr. is coming back for like Ironheart. So why you know? why hasn't he? <laughs> well, but but he's going to be a variant. We can explain that. Okay, it's not going to be the same Robert Downey Jr. that sacrificed himself in Endgame. That you know of. How would it be? Time travel, baby. Oh, God. But why, the, why Why? Why haven't they shown, like, Coulson in any other movies? I mean, if he came uh, back in Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., why didn't they bring him back in another movie? Because the whole point of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was um, uh, they were working under the radar pretty much from the get-go because right after this... Winter Sol uh like Agents of Shield started and Winter Soldier happened almost like it I think it happened like it, during season two. Um so they were kinda they Colson was a separate he was in a special task unit. That's mm, how they explained likely it. story. How, yeah. Yeah. And then come to find out, Coulson ends up being director of S.H.I.E.L.D. after Fury, and yeah, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. collapsed, and then it came back, and then it's not. And 
You know, you should probably watch it. It's uh, it's a good. It's it a doesn't good thing. sound very compelling the way you're describing it. Look, there's space. There's time travel involved. There's life well, that's, model. That's decoys. why you watched it. Yeah. Well, shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, not selling me on it. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll try to get SP in here. He might be able to sell you <laughs> some something on it. Um. Do you think that they gave each character? enough screen time or 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 did them justice do, do you wish that there was there's a lot of characters right there's a, there's a lot of heroes that you're trying to bring together here yeah do you feel like any of them got shortchanged yeah i mean okay definitely banner got shortchanged he wasn't on screen very much um we get to see a little bit more of the hulk towards the end and yeah. the the Hulk scenes were were pretty good, uh, fairly comedic, uh, for the most part. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they, I think Banner kind of got the short shrift. And after that, I would say Thor. Thor didn't play just a very major role in the movie either. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't fond of the hand waving of how Thor got there. You know, what kind of black magic did the old old father have to summon to bring you here, brother? You know, that was that was the the explanation. And it was offhanded comment from Loki. Right. Right. So I mean the Bifrost had been destroyed just prior to that and you know, and all that other stuff. And and okay, yeah, how did he get there? You know, I mean and and this also brings up to my, brings to mind me. You know, they talk about they talk about the tesseract. You know, at the the portal's opening, uh, who's on the other end? Well, that's a good question. How the hell did the tesseract get activated like it did? If they don't have it, the tesseract, seems like it's a one way thing. Right, no, you have I to have the te- two-way thing. You have to have the tesseract to teleport to portal. Because if they did, well, they were they the- were still using the tesseract to teleport. They just opened the tesseract from the other end somehow. Yeah, like like Barton said, why didn't they the, do if the that? tesseract is a door? You can open a door from both sides. Mm-hmm. And why didn't they do that sooner? He didn't need to sooner. Well, you you know what I'm saying. Why didn't Thanos or at the time Chitari or whoever the Chitari dude, the main dude was that uh, Loki was talking to, the agent guy? I mean, why didn't why didn't they do that earlier in the MCU type of deal or earlier in the timeline, so to speak? Because they've had the Tesseract since they, well, since Howard Stark, because Howard found it. Right, right, seventies or whatever, because they they went back in time to grab it. Well, no, they and, they um, and, in in game they went back in time to grab it from earlier because they couldn't get it during. It wasn't Howard that found it; it was the Red Skull that found it. No, yeah, Red Skull found it initially in Captain America, but right. then after it got dro- dumped in the ocean, Howard found the Tesseract looking when he was looking for Captain America. Right. And so Shield had it for years, and it never, nobody ever wanted to open it before then. 
Thanos was still a teenager, maybe? Yeah, so the the whole thing with Thanos is he had sent other people to go look for the Infinity Stones, right? Right. So he sent um, he sent the Chitari to go look for the Space Stone, and then they kind of subcontracted that out to Loki. Um, and then he sent What's-His-Face out uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy to go look for the Power Ronan. Stone. Yeah. Um, or no, no, the Matter Stone. Which one was no, it? No, it was the it was the Power Stone. Power Stone, uh, yeah. Matter was in uh, Dark uh, Dark World. It was in Space Elves. That's right. That's right. It Remember, was the one it was, that was all. Yeah. It was in Portman's ass. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's going to be a fun one to talk about when we have to get to it. Talk about. Oh, and it was a gaseous form too. So she basically <laughs> yeah. just farted out the fucking yeah. matter stone. Yeah. Oh, gross! Reality, reality stone. Reality stone. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So he had sent people out to go get the stones for him, and it wasn't until you know he got zero fucking results that he started going to collect the goddamn stones himself. Yeah, that's where we get which is Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, which is really weird because, I mean, he essentially had the um, Mind Stone from the get-go. Right. Because it was in that scepter. But. Did he not know that? They didn't call it the Mind Stone in this movie. And this is what kind of confused and it was me blue. at the beginning. Yeah. And, and it this, was blue. And this this is what confused me for quite a while. And I, I conflated the, the, uh, the Mind Stone with the Space Stone a lot because- they were because blue. of Avengers, because first right. it's blue in the scepter, and mm-hmm. they keep calling it basically the power of the Tesseract, which has the space stone in it. Right, right. So, yeah, the scepter is powered by the Tesseract or right. whatever. Yeah. And so you're thinking, okay, well, then part of the Tesseract power is in is there. Is to control, and, and which means it can control minds, right? But it, it yeah. But the Tesseract can't. Right, the tesseract is so, yeah, is, is the space stone. Yeah, and that, I was going to bring that up. It's like that is, it's like, I think they, I I think they were. I think they retconned to, the mind yeah. stone being in the scepter whenever they got to Ultron. Yeah, that's that's the best thing I can think of, because um, they had to somehow tie Wanda and and Petrov. Uh, uh, Petra, Petro, Pet, Peter, Max, Quicksilver, to somehow give them powers, and so they were like, "Well, the only cosmic thing we've had so far is this scepter that was powered by the Tesseract." Yeah, because uh, Thor still had the Tesseract at this point. Ragnarok, or Thor, no? Yeah, Thor had the Tesseract because Ragnarok hadn't. Yeah, happened. Ragnarok hadn't happened yet. Nope. In fact, Dark World World hadn't even happened yet. We're still on Thor one. No, only, Dark only, World came before Ultron, right? Oh yeah, before Ult, Ultron. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, Ragnarok is Thor three. Yeah, Ragnarok. Yes, Ragnarok was Thor three. It was four three four Thor four th- whatever. Thor four was. Um, yeah, it was. I know what the most recent one. Um, yeah, Love and Thunder. Yeah, I know. I was just getting confused. I was making confusing comments just to make you. You were comments. making confused. I'm confused. I know. You should be. 
I am. Congrats. You're 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 welcome. No. No. <laughs> yeah. So it, the uh, the tesseract was still on Asgard because yes. um, it wasn't until after Asgard blew up that they took the tesseract and then um, Thanos came and claimed it. Does that happen right. right before Infinity War? In fact, we pick yes. up at the end of that when Thanos yeah. is claiming the Tesseract and the Space Stone at the beginning of Infinity War. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, Thor 2 came out prior to Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fact, yeah, because apparently... Age of Ultron came out at the end of Phase 2, and right. Thor 2 was one of the beginning movies of Phase 2. Right. Right. Huh. So confusing. Well, there's only, you know, what, 50 billion fucking films to keep track of? So many phases. Yeah, so many phases. And that's not even including the the shows now that we've got to keep track of. Oh, man. What happens in those? And those have multiple seasons, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Iron Man came out right after this, and then Thor, then Winter Soldier... Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, Age of Ultron, and then Ant-Man. That was that was phase two. Wow, just six, seven movies? Uh, six movies. Yeah. It was phase two. Now, phase three, holy shit. Yeah, One, they kind of ramped things three. up. When they started getting, you know, billion-dollar movies. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, that's uh, that's a good question. How much did this bad boy make? This bad boy made one point five billion. Yep. So it did it did pretty good. So this this was a success. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a, they've had any non successful MCU movies. Monetarily, no. Some more successful than others. Critically, yeah, they've had some. Stinkers. Oh yeah, critically, I mean. Thor Dark World would be on the top list of critically ah, paying. See, I thought, I thought something else took its place. Thor 4. I like I, Thor 4. You I mean, like it's not, Thor? Yeah, it's not okay. one of my favorite MCU movies, but I thought it was pretty good. I think it's better than Dark World for sure. There but. were some things that annoyed the piss out of me about Thor 4, for sure. Nah. God, yes, those fucking goats. Oh my god, those fucking goats! But yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was fine. Yep. All right. So this is this is something that has been out there uh, in in the world for for a little while now, um, and we're going to use our hindsight being twenty twenty, um, even though it's twenty twenty three. The scepter. The scepter we know now has the mind stone in it. Yep. Right. We don't know when we're watching this, but we know now. Looking back at everything, there is a theory out there that says that Loki was being mind controlled himself. Do you do you give credence to to that theory? Do you agree with that theory? I mean, I wouldn't say mind controlled, maybe coerced a little bit, 
But from everything that we've seen of Loki up to this point, including this movie, it does it's not out of character for the things that he's doing. Now, he may be a little more um a little more aggressive in his uh, in the ways that he's he's doing things. He may be a mm-hmm. little bit more uh flippant about the loss of of human life, but no, I don't think he's being mind controlled. Maybe, you know, pushed along by the mind control, kind of like how um the the mind stone basically caused a big fucking argument between the Avengers. Right. On the, so you uh, think that's you and that was going to be my next question. You think that it was you think it was the scepter doing that and not necessarily yes. circumstance? Yes. And okay. I think we get the clue that it's the scepter doing that whenever Banner, Banner actually gra- grabs inadvert- it. Inadvertently grabs it. Yeah, yeah. Unconsciously grabs it whenever he's arguing with the others. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and that's that's kind of how I read it. Uh, even back, even back then, even now, watching it from I the beginning. I don't think whenever they wrote this, it was the Mind Stone in there. I think it was just right. the influence of the Tesseract. In fact, I, I don't f- even know that the Space Stone was in the Tesseract at that point. I don't know that they had planned uh, on that. Yeah. See, I don't. Well, yeah. No, I. Th- if they didn't, they quickly retconned it because they basically talked about it in Thor or no in Guardians of the Galaxy right they they talked about the the, the tesseract being the space stone you know because because the collector mentioned that um Asgard had one of them um he had one of them um they mentioned that the ether was the reality stone um so they had talked about a few of them by yeah. then. I wouldn't so, call which, that a quick rec- retcon. How many years later did Guardians of the Galaxy come out after two Avengers? Years. Two years. Yeah, that's not super quick. It's, it's the same. It's the next phase. It was in the same Yeah, it was, phase. it's the next phase. So they probably got together yeah. for phase after two a, and said... After Avengers and said, okay, How are we, we going to tie all of this together? How are we bring in Thanos? Because they yeah. knew they were doing Infinity War by then because they were teasing Thanos and Thanos is known for the the gauntlet right you know the infinity saga so yeah yeah so see I think I think he was I think Loki was was being coerced maybe not to the extent that you know Barton and some of the others but there was there was moments and I didn't notice this going going in the first time this is all after theories and all that stuff but i did i could see it in this movie there were moments where it looked like he wasn't exactly happy with what he was doing it it, not you know it he seemed like he was slightly tortured you know or conflicted yeah, towards um, the end he did, but was that because end, he was losing or was that because well, he was truly Yeah, well repentant? so I was thinking I was thinking towards the end, but then there was also that scene when he's talking to the uh the Chitari dude uh you know through mental projection thing um that you know when it got done it looked like he was slightly unraveling. 
you know, you know, it looked like he was he was a little a little torn with what he was doing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I can see that. I'm not sure yeah. I totally buy into that theory, but I mean no. Well, it it's just fanboys fanboys projecting what they want to <laughs> see, you know. Right. So uh, you know, could could be wrong. I mean only only Feige knows, right? Right. <laughs> you know. And uh, you know, you ask him like, "Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. We meant it. All right. Uh, anything else that didn't quite work for you? So this was the first film that we actually saw Hawkeye in, right? Mm, no, we saw Hawkeye in. He's in Thor. Um, because he is, is he uh, in Thor. In, yes, I'm pretty sure. Because I thought he was. We saw Hawkeye uh, in Thor because he was up in the crow's nest, um, watching. Uh, watching Thor uh, break in during when you know when it was all rainy and stuff. Yeah, I don't um, remember him and Thor at all. Well, let's let's look. Hawkeye MCU appearances. Uh, yep, he appeared in Thor, The Avengers, Winter Soldier, uh, as an indirect mention, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Homecoming as a drawing. Infinity War, he was mentioned. Ant-Man and the Wasp, indirectly mentioned. And then, of course, there's others, but those were the quick ones that were when you Googled, when you did the Googly. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't Ant-Man remember Wasp, him being in there. Endgame, Spider-Man as a picture, voice in Black Widow, Doctor Strange 2, he was mentioned. Yeah, I know. I know he's been in several other movies since then, but I couldn't yeah. remember if this was yeah. his. Yeah, first, he was inter- uh, Yeah, no, he was introduced in Thor. Um, uh, at at that time, he what it was Agent Barton. Uh, during that, he ne- he didn't go by Hawkeye or anything like that. Um, but yeah, he he was uh, he was mentioned then. Um, now was he mentioned or was he actually? No, shown? he was. No, no. I'm sorry. He was shown then. He was. I I remember it. He was. So you know, it's 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 piss and rain when when Thor runs in to go get the hammer for the first time, um, and and he's up in a crow's nest basket sort of thing. Um, Thor tries to to get it and he can't. And uh, at some point, Hawkeye zip lines down. Um, and mm. uh, to 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 help capture or detain Thor because you know he's human at that point, so he didn't have s- the superpowers. Oh, okay, yeah, he had right. an uncredited cameo as Clint Barton. Yeah. Clint Barton Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a quick, it was a quick you know blink and you miss it sort of thing because that's the only time that you saw him. Yeah, so I've only seen that movie maybe. Twice, I think well, it's only been once, but you know what? Maybe it'll maybe show up twice. on our next. Uh, our Fuck, next thing. I hope not. No, you don't know. It could, it could. Um, I've been known to uh, pad the uh, pad the results. Really? No, no, that's what you do. No. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's what you do. Hence, I the think reason, you're projecting. Again. No, no. Hence, hence the reason why we had uh, while we're reviewing Predator Two after talking about Predator Two. No, that totally came up yeah. on its own. <laughs> came up on its own. <laughs> Swear to God. You know what, Predator Two? That, yeah, let's do that next. Yeah, because that's <laughs> that's a film that I would say. Yeah, Pick let's do that new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So whatever. anything else? Anything else? No, nothing that I can think of. Yeah. All right. So in hindsight, uh, again, in hindsight, I, you know, we talked about uh, not enough screen time. You said Banner. Um, I kind of understand Banner because this was the first time that they were introducing him new as the right. new actor. So uh, I, I kind of understand that. Um and then the other the other thing and one of the quabbles is you know was Hawkeye and and Black Widow you know they they were kind of and they really always have been unfortunately they've kind of been the the backseat part of the team um they kind of held they kind of pushed them a little bit more forward um, at least Barton, they kind of they gave him a little bit more in Ultron. Um, and this one, he was, you know, granted he was the bad guy for a while, um, you know, which kind of sucked. Um, I don't know. They, I thought they had plenty of, of screen time and even some character development. So we we actually get to know Barton a little bit, and then we definitely get to know Barton as um, kind of. Uh, Black Widow's partner. Uh, we know that they share a memory of Budapest at some point. Um, and I thought that Black Widow got enough screen time in this. We'd seen her in Iron Man 2. Right. So I think that, uh, I think that, yeah, we, we got enough screen time. Now, sure, they're not super powered. Uh, Avengers by any stretch of the imagination, but right. they can still hold their own. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know. It just seemed like they they were a little shortchanged in in the movie compared to the, the big boys. Yeah, but compared to every character that had, had their own movie at this right. point. I don't think they were. I think that Banner and Thor definitely got the short end of the stick, especially considering that they had their own movies and Thor was about to have another movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there, Thor wasn't in it much. Um, you know, came in about halfway, didn't do much. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't He wasn't really... The the only big thing that he did was that lightning strike at the at the battle that killed some stuff that was coming out of the portal. Right. You know, and I did like that the fact that he was using the Empire State Building, right, as his lightning rod because you know because it's metal. Right. Right. It's metal up there, so I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought I was like, man, that's that's cool. That's I like it. Okay. But other than that, he really didn't do much. No, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, they really didn't show him fighting much. Um, other than swinging the hammer uh, during that, um, during that, uh, the the hero, what I'm gonna call the hero uh, battle down on the bridge, you know, right. where everybody kind of came together, and then where he cold cocked the Hulk, <laughs> yeah, or where the yeah, where the Hulk, no, the Hulk got 
cold cocked. Yeah, he cold cocked the Hulk. No, the Hulk. The I'm sorry, the Hulk cold cocked. No, no, Thor. no. On the hover carrier. Oh, on the hover carrier. No, I was talking about the one on the bridge uh, in New York during the battle where you know they all just showed up and they did the superhero pose thing. Oh and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran off and did yeah, their yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, but oh yeah, cold cocking with the with the hammer was pretty good. Yeah. He was yeah. like, what the He was hell? like sitting there holding out his hand like, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> He's coming. Now. He's coming. Yeah. Hurry up. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Which I bet you that hammer did more damage than it did anything else flying through the damn ship. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hammer-sized hole through the entire helicarrier. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? Uh, No. Okay, good. How about some superpower roll calls. All right, let's do it. Uh, we got a lot to choose from. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so pick your poison. Oh man, this is hard though, right? Because there's so there's like there's so many choices, and there'd be some that I would pick over others. Yeah. You know, but then it's like, oh, I want it. Yeah. So, and I think I might have said this before in like another show where we had some some similar mashups, but I think I'm gonna go with uh, Tony Stark. I think uh, I think I'm gonna take the superpower of billionaire genius playboy philanthropist mm-hmm. and with uh, a suit. With a suit, yeah, okay. and go go uh, Tony Stark there. All right. Um, oh man, uh, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Was what? Uh, it, I was actually. Uh, it was either that or. Um, uh, it was either going to do this one or, um, oh, God, uh, uh, Captain America. I was going to say Captain Marvel. I was like, that's not Captain right. Marvel. What the hell? What the hell's going on? Yeah, I was going to do that or Cap, or the Cap. Um, my only issue with the Cap is I really, so I liked him in the first. I liked him in Captain America. I think he did great there. You know, he was a soldier and that kind of deal. In this one, it's 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 like he was brand new um and i didn't that that's one of the gripes that i had in this one is he didn't he didn't seem like the captain that we had seen at the end of his solo movie yeah it's it seemed like he was kind of uh, it, it's like it's like they were just trying to figure out who he was again, all over again you know, they didn't yeah, because I mean, he's a fish out of water. He's eighty yeah, but, years out of his time. Yeah, I understand. No, I understand that. I'm fine with that part. I'm talking about the with the 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 fighting type stuff. Uh, it just it's he seemed a little st- a little stiff um, with his with the fight choreography type of stuff at the at the beginning. You, you know, it wasn't. Like like Germany, Germany. He seemed really out of his element doing, uh, you know, 
doing the hand-to-hand thing when he had shown that he's pretty good at hand-to-hand. Maybe that's maybe that's because he wasn't expecting he to get his ass handed to him as quickly. Oh, oh, when he was fighting Loki. Yeah, yeah, when he was fighting Loki. You know, it 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 didn't seem like it didn't seem like a continuation of of where we had left off in the previous movie. Yeah, that we had it seemed like that. he had lost a step. Right, right. It's it's like it's like. It's like the directors, writers, or whoever didn't quite understand or didn't quite know what to do or how they wanted to play him. But, I mean, you could also look at it this way. He had been frozen for, what, 50 years or something? Yeah, something like that. And so he comes back. He hasn't had a battle since he had been frozen. Um, He's been unfrozen caveman hero superhero for for how long now not very long so maybe it took a little bit of time to knock some of that rust off okay try to get back into the swing of things yeah okay maybe maybe i do know that his suit sucked balls this is yeah i did not like the the suit in this movie this is the worst suit that he has had yes i agree his movies his first suit I understand they were trying to uh, tie in with the suit from the first movie, but the suit from the first movie looks significantly better. Well, and not only that, it it looked better, but it it fit with the times, and so it was a little more hokey, but this just didn't look very good at all. I especially didn't like the helmet. It looked like pajamas, dude. He was wearing a onesie. He was wearing a damn onesie. That's true. The the helmet was a hoodie thing. Yeah, it was part of it. Yeah, it was just a hoodie. So it's yes. like pajamas you would get your like nephew to to wear for Christmas. Yeah, I'm sorry, but that is not America's ass at, uh, in this mm. movie. Maybe later, but not right now. It, it well, was, maybe he just great. skipped leg day or something. He skipped leg day that day. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, all right, fine. All right, you got awards? I do. Excellent. Hit me up with your black lung, sir. Black Long, well, mm-hmm. nobody really smoked in this movie because they did a Yeah. They they don't do smoking in movies anymore. So right. um my Black Long is gonna go to the engine of the helicarrier after Barton blows it up. Okay. All right, not bad, not bad. Um I am giving mine to Loki for getting smoked by the destroyer weapon because that was basically a fireball <laughs> to the face <laughs> right right yeah. so while oh, he did so while he wasn't smoking he, yes yeah uh, the, i i will have to admit that I, the the one-liners in these were relatively good yeah they were really you know, were I, yeah they they worked they were they weren't they weren't too corny that it made you roll your eyes right and that know? one actually played because you know Coulson was sitting there dying, so this is right. a this is a really right. dark, bleak scene, right. and he cracks a fucking joke. So I mean, and then dies, which yeah. which which kind of plays to character for for his character, right? Um, so it it worked, it worked, yeah, it did, it did. There are right, so many ways that that couldn't have worked, but it actually yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he did good. Um, Clark Gregg is awesome. Um, I think he's a good actor. 
Um, Headlush for me is going to go to Stark uh, because uh, he grabbed himself a drink while he waited on his new suit to be made. Yep, that's who's getting mine. All right, excellent. Uh, What about your player? Player, 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 player. Um, I think I'm going to give mine to uh, Pepper Potts. Okay. So this is after... This isn't... No. Iron Man 2 hadn't already come out, right? No, No, Iron Man 2 had come out. So this is after Iron Man 2, so they're they're together. But yeah, Pepper Potts is definitely... uh, the uh, leading that dance in their relationship. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I gave mine to Loki um, for playing the team against each other. Um, maybe the Mind Stone had a little bit, of the Scepter had a little bit to do with it, but he was, you know, he was really playing the group against each other and 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 really working the crowd pretty well, doing what he does. You okay, know? so. Uh, purple hippo for me is just it's gonna go to Barton. Just Hawkeye's getting it. Um he got he got zapped, he got whammied, um, and then he talked about it at the you know, after the fact, you know, that it was like, you know, I couldn't control what I was doing type of deal. So uh what about you? Uh so purple hippo for me is gonna go to Stark um for waking up in the streets of New York after flying a nuclear missile through a portal into deep space and blowing up a uh, an alien spaceship that stops the war mm-hmm. and then wondering if anybody had kissed him while he was passed out. Right. Well, and that's a good one because, I mean, uh, come to find out later, he's got some PTSD because of it. Oh yeah, yeah. So right. apparently, when so, he was passed out, he was he was having some wicked dreams. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. All right, uh, that that's it. We're done. It's time to go home. All right, let's do it. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we is doing? There going to be time? a next time? There is. What, no. are you, what are we doing next time? Uh, let's see. What are we doing next time? What are we doing? Oh, yeah. We've got that fucking movie that's coming out that uh, I talked we do. about earlier today. Yep, yep, yep. So next time, we will be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So that will be uh, that, uh, I think, as of this recording, or not this recording, but as of when this recording comes out, it comes out next week. Um, if my math next does, week in three years next week in three years after after the winter solstice um, that's important the winter solstice is important yeah so this comes out on um, Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out on February 17th uh, and so we will uh, we'll be watching that we'll give you a couple uh, a couple of days uh, and then uh, you can look for this to come out actually on March uh, 3rd. Oh, huh, yeah, looking at it now. So uh, today is uh, February 17th, Jason. Um, oh, is it? By the way. Yeah, yeah. So Adventures comes out on February 17th. Uh, so, yeah, Ant-Man of the Wasp came out today. Did you go see it? Um, no, I haven't gone to no? see it yet. Mm, okay, uh, me neither. Probably on Sunday. I'll probably go yeah, watch Yeah, probably this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And by and this then, Sunday, uh, I mean not this Sunday, but... But you know, next Sunday? Yeah, the Sunday after I <laughs> get back from Washington, D.C. So, yeah. next The next Sunday, yeah. So, 
All right, so that's what we're going to be doing. We'll be uh, reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, so that's going to do it for today. Our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel over at smokinganddrinkinginkapes.com slash Discord. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginkapes at outlook.com. Be sure to visit the Gunna Geek Network for other great shows and other creative works over at gunnageek.com. For this week, I am Rob. That's my secret. I'm always cranky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cranky asshole. Wait. Is it your asshole that's cranky? It's all of me that's cranky. Just especially my asshole. Just especially your asshole. All right. Especially after being at the bus station. Ho! No, no, no. That is not what I do at the bus station. Uh, I've already already hit stop. They're not going to hear that part. (laughs) 